Welcome to another episode of Soul Filling. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jasmine. And I'm Kobe. And today we are going to talk about writing your own narrative. And the reason why this topic popped into my head, I don't know who I was talking to, but y'all know those, they were talking about how shows are going to start having you write your own narrative on like Netflix and stuff. So I don't know if y'all watched Black Mirror, but they had like a Black Mirror movie where in scenes you could choose whether you could go one way or the other. So like you could choose mm-hmm. to go to the coffee shop or go to um, a different restaurant. This is just a <laughs> example. It's like, that's so interesting. Like to, that would be really cool to write your own narrative. And it just made me think about life, about how we have different options in life. And how we actually write our own narrative. We could choose to go this way and choose to go that way. And so a lot of times we are like put in these different circumstances that we can't control, but we do have control, have control on how we react to this or how we can respond um, and what direction we choose to take based off of the circumstances that we have. So not only that we're talking about that, but a lot of times um, we wanted to also talk about healing in this process because um, writing your own narrative can actually help with the healing process of the things that we go through. So I don't know how y'all want to start this off, but that was just like how I was thinking of it. No, I mean, um, I, it makes me think about that. I want to feel liberated. Ah, yeah. And I think that's all <laughs> we want. We just want to feel liberated. We want to be able to feel like we are navigating through our own life versus life just kind of coming at us and we're forced to make certain decisions, you know, because that's when I feel like it's just, we we feel like we have no control. Right. Or we feel like life is happening to us or we feel like we're just surviving. We're just making it when it's like, I just want to live. I want to live and live comfortably. I want to be free. I want to be able to make decisions. And so I, I love this topic. Yes, me too. It makes me just think about, um, yes, not yesterday, (laughs) last week on the 7th when it was the full moon. And on the, during the full moon, I decided to do a full moon ritual. And in the midst of doing the full moon ritual, the ritual basically was where you write down your current reality where you are right now in the present and then you write down your desired reality and um just in short you you really once you write down your current reality you go through it you sit with it you read it you feel what it feels like to live the reality that you're in right now and then once you write down your desired reality you really 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 like opposed to to put like all your energy and your passion and just literally feel what it would feel like if this desired reality were true right now and so with that being said i was just thinking like gosh like it's been i don't know how long since i did a, a a full moon ritual when i used to do them like every single full moon i didn't miss a full moon and it made me think another a step further like we really really should be creating our lives and i was like with the whole quarantine and and you know just not being uh you know hat not having to go into work it really frees your time and i was like man i should have really been creating my life <laughs> i literally said that i was like i should have been really creating my life all along but it's like it's it, it took them forcing us to sit still to realize like for me to realize again that i had the time to do it and then not even just the time but that we actually have the power to do it so it just it made me think about like you know we are so so powerful and we can really create our lives we're doing it right now so yeah i think we really really just have to harness that energy yeah, I totally agree. You know, me and Jess were kind of doing the same thing. We talked after it because um, it was the super moon actually. So it's like mm-hmm. the brightest it could be um, during this year. 
2020. But um, so it's a good time to manifest. But um, so I guess just based off of that, we can talk about different tips on how to heal because I found out through that, through doing that, that activity, mm-hmm. I felt a lot more free. And so, yes, we do have, for, we do, just depending on who you are, you might have more time right now during quarantine or you, or you might not. Um, I found in myself, like, I still feel like I don't have enough time. Um, Cause I still do so much, but it's okay. <laughs> but, but when I was doing, so what I did, I did mine a little different than Jasmine. So when I was, um, me and my mom was walking, I didn't really even know it was, I didn't know it was Superman. I heard it on the news earlier, but I forgot about it. And me and my mom went walking and, um, then I saw the moon and me and my mom are obsessed with the moon, like obsessed. And so we were just staring <laughs> at it. And I was just like, wow, God is so good because he made the moon. Like, come on. And so and so I knew me, me and Jasmine had discussed, like, yeah. we have manifested it before together during another super moon or a full moon. And so I remember, and, um, and I had to, like, look up an activity, like, I'm supposed to do this. So I went and I just stared at the moon and I wrote down um, first the things that I wanted to release. And I just think this is very important because you get to confront what you really don't want in your life anymore. And so, mm-hmm. um, and sometimes even the things that you want, they don't serve you. So you have to release them as well. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of things I wrote down, like I release this feeling, I release all these different things. I wrote it down. I think I wrote it down in here, but I ain't going to share all it. And then, <laughs> so I released those things and then also wrote down what I wanted for me and what I wanted for my friends and family. And um, it was a lot. This is actually it. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but, and then after that, I just prayed for the strength to be able to release these things. And then I just prayed for these things to actually happen. And so, and then I just focused my things on my mind on these things and i'm just saying like we have to be able to confront the things that no longer serve us so we can release it but then we also have to write down the things that we want in life and really focus on those things because like a lot Mm -hmm. of times we write write things down but we don't focus on them um Mm -hmm. and we don't sometimes we don't actually believe that they could come true and so like our other podcast we actually have to focus on believing that and that's again Another thing of writing your own narrative is like you actually have to believe in the narrative that you're writing, despite how crazy it sounds, despite what anybody says. You just have to make it come true because, like Jasmine said, we are more powerful than we think. I think it's we kind of did the same thing because I didn't say release with the the um the the current reality. That was the reality that you supposed to release. Because when you wrote down the current reality, you're just supposed to write down the things in your current reality that you don't want. So I did a bad job. (laughs) So, (laughs) but no, you're absolutely right. And I think whenever you, and, and, and not even just talking about the full moon, whenever you really are in the process of, of rewriting your own personal narrative or, or really creating your narrative, you really, I think it all boils down that intention. And one thing that we both talked about is you, first you have to identify where you are right now. That's the thing. That's where I think the real healing comes from. I know it's, it's always great. We always say we want to create this amazing life, but one thing I think is important for us to do is really like bring bring to the forefront all the things that you genuinely want to change. And just for like a YouTube example, it could be on a grand scale. It can be on a, a really, really um, small scale. Like, for, cause like you were saying, when you saw the moon, you was like, I need to see how I need to use this energy. So I did the same thing and I went on YouTube and there just to give some examples because I don't want to share my own personal ones. But um, but just to give some examples, they were saying like, you know, writing down, it could be something as simple as, <laughs> and literally somebody wrote this on theirs, like uh, 
I have a small booty, right? I want a big booty. Like, I'm just, like, it's from the smallest things, from the small, or, you know, um, you haven't finished school right now. You're currently stressed out. I would like to get my degree. Like, so just whatever you want, whatever. And we talk about this all the time. God says you have not because you have asked not. Literally, there is no cap. There is no, and I'm not talking about the other no cap. I mean, there is no cap to the capacity. The right, no cap. There is no cap to the capacity of what into your life, and it reminds me of the book. Um, kind of two books. So now I've been reading Think and Grow Rich, and in Think and Grow Rich is basically literally mapping out step by step on how to create riches in your life. Mm -hmm. And so you can use that, not even just for riches, how to create health in your life, how to create um, wealth, of course, still in your life, how to create just the job that you want, anything that it is that you want. And so the first step to rewriting your narrative is what he calls, and I think I talked about this on another podcast, I can't remember which one, but you have to really get your definiteness of purpose. What is your purpose? What is your definite and it's a purpose? And I found, I wrote down this time so I can give a clear definition of what definite, definiteness of purpose is. And all it is, y'all, it's a clear picture of what you want. A clear picture of what it is that you want. So once you have your definiteness of purpose, once you have this clear picture of what you want, now you can set your intention to fuel that picture. You know what I mean? So first we have to you comb through, sort out, and this. And he said it may take you a week to come up with your definiteness of purpose. It may take you six hours to come up with it. It may take you five minutes if you've been thinking about it already all along your life. So literally get a clear picture of what you want. And then that way you can channel your energy into you know attracting it into your life so that's just one step i'll give the rest later and i just think when creating that um that clear purpose or that clear life that you want we have to make sure that it's exactly what we want and what i mean by that is that a lot of times our past experiences or our circumstances may make you feel like you can't create that thing that you actually want. So we might write it down, but we might leave something out because we're like, we don't really believe that can happen. I don't really believe that um, mm. I could ma be married to the love of my life and we can have a happy marriage and to death to us part. Oh, I don't really believe that I could have clear skin. I don't really believe that I could be a world famous talk show host. Well, I'm not gonna even set myself up, right? Right. And I rebuke all that. <laughs> but what I'm saying is sometimes we let our realities or other people's realities or our circumstances or experience falter our what we truly want. And so we don't even go after what we truly want. We go after this this um damaged mm. uh, replica of what we want. Um because that's what we think we could get. But I need us to step outside of what we think we could get and go inside into what God wants for us and then really be intentional about that thing. Um, and um, I think there's different ways to do that. And um, definitely praying, definitely being still during that time of being with the moon. And when I say the moon, I just feel like God. I don't know. Like I feel like... God is giving us serenity to, to be together through this energy. And so I just felt like I was one with God at that moment. And through this entire quarantine, I hadn't really, you know, I pray and listen to gospel music, but I didn't really feel like I was being connected to the most high, like I wanted to. And I didn't have any music. It was just alone time with the most high God and we were locked in. And now, honestly, there was some hurt and pain that was in my heart that I no longer feel. And I didn't feel like, um, and when I was praying, I was like, dang, like, 
I don't know if this is going to be able to let go, but I'm going to pray it anyways. And I was standing on faith and now I feel, I feel so at peace. And, Mm. and I just feel like healing really does go hand in hand with just being connected with God because God is like a reassurance that everything is going to be okay. Um, Mm. And so just taking that time out to really just be one-on-one and building that relationship with God, because, you know, we want these different relationships with like a significant other. We want it with our mom. We want it with our dad, you know, the people that, you know, we see in the picture perfect family, Mm. but the most important relationship is the one with the most high. Um, Mm. And that really, that really, I want to say it's better than I want to say it's better than every other relationship, but can fill the void of any relationship. Ooh. But not not saying that he won't give you that. But I'm just saying, at the end of the day, no, that's that's good. That's that's really good. And I like how you said that healing it coincides with manifestation or creating the life that you desire because what ends up happening sometimes is if we don't truly heal we can end up manifesting a life from that hurt place and you're 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 limiting you're settling because you're in a place of hurt and so you don't believe right and because you got to think when we when you're hurt you're coming from a whole nother mindset versus when you're healed. And so like, if I'm just hypothetically, if I just came out of a bad relationship and let's say, you know, you feel like that, that person cheated on you or something. If I came out of a relationship like that, now my reality is going to be like, and God forbid, I don't believe this. But like in that space, you might be like, ain't no such thing as a faithful man or all men cheat or, you know, ain't no relationship where, you, you know, you would just have these negative connotations because you've been hurt. And so that's why it's important to heal. I don't want to say heal first completely 100 percent before you even manifest anything. But that's why it's important to be aware that you need to heal so that because and I've even said this in the past, like. Right now, this may, this is how I feel. But when I heal from this, I'm gonna I'm gonna feel a different way. So I'm gonna manifest that way once I heal. Because even sometimes you might need to take a a, a break from manifesting. I don't want to say take a break all the way, but like take a break from manifesting if you are in a hurt place and you you if it is a relationship, you might need to take a break from relate manifesting relationships until you heal because you don't want to attract the relationship while you are on a lower frequency because you might just attract that same, a similar type of relationship into your life. And that goes with everything that it is that you do. Like you want to heal first. And of course, all healing is going to be different. So like if you were to get a paperclip versus breaking your leg, of course, the paperclip would heal a lot faster. I mean, a paperclip would heal a lot faster than a broken leg. So you have to really identify which type of healing that you need a little more time or that sometimes I know we say the word heal we think it's a microwave microwave result will heal instantly but sometimes we have to know when we need to revisit certain things to truly like you know patch a part of us up or or really come to being a hundred percent so I think it just Healing is so important when it comes to manifestations just because you don't want to attract or manifest the from a hurt state. I think what you all were saying is really important um, because sometimes when we don't heal, we play this negative loop in our mind and we tend to, uh, or we tend to have a negative loop in our lives. We are revisiting the same situation over and over again. It's resurfacing in our lives over and over again. So I think that it's important for us to literally rewrite our history. So I know we can't change the facts of things that have happened in our life, situations that have changed our mindset, changed our views, changed how we see things or the way we think, the way we act, Mm -hmm. but we can rewrite 
the we can change the narrative in the sense that we're not the victim, but we come out in power. Mm. So for example, I'll use myself as an example. Um, a situation for me where I, that pops up a lot is abandonment, a sense of abandonment because my father did leave. I don't have my biological father in my life. So a lot of, in a lot of my relationships, friendships, I do kind of distance myself because I'm just like anticipating things not working out. So it's like, okay, if I'm not as connected to this situation or this um, relationship, then I won't feel as bad when mm. they do leave. So I had to change that narrative. Like, okay, you know what? This person left because he made that decision. It's not mm. because of me. You know, it's not because they didn't want me. It's because, you know, I had to change it and say, okay, you know what? Maybe life would have been different if this person was mm. in my life. Maybe there would have been a lot of turmoil, a lot of up and down inconsistency if this person was in my life. So I have to tell myself I am enough. You know, it wasn't me. It, I wasn't the reason that he left. It was his decision to leave, his choice. Mm. That's so good. I'm so glad you said that. Because I think, yeah, that's, that's, because I think a lot of people do put the blame on them. Like, what's wrong with me when Mm. other people's Mm. actions, and we, like we say all the time, is, you know, their actions towards you or whatever has not, usually, usually has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with what they're going through, their insecurities, their own shame and fears or whatever it is and so i'm just mm-hmm. really glad you pointed that out and also because a lot of times especially when it comes to like abandonment like you were saying you know it might seem like abandonment to you but really god was protecting you from a situation you didn't need to be a part of mm-hmm. and and so yes. I, I know other people who have been like abandoned but they were telling me the same thing like I'm actually happy because I would have been in a whole different place had I had to stay in that environment. And so um, I'm really grateful because who knows, like, if you even be a yeah. in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, still, I know they're still hurt with it. And I know that yeah. it does lead to those, those things like he's saying, feeling like, when my friend, when are my friends not gonna no longer be there? When is this man gonna leave me? You know, it still causes that pain. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I love the fact that you're rewriting the narrative to say no, like that had nothing to do with me. I'm worthy. Like I want to be around Kobe for the rest of my life. Um, I love like how you were just saying, like you rewrote your narrative. So to give some like actual um uh, steps on how to create your narrative like if i refer back to uh think and grow rich mm-hmm. and of course the first thing was to get a clear picture in your mind which was create your definiteness of purpose get in that clear clear picture and then next you have to condition yourself condition your new reality so you have to get that clear picture in your mind um, and start conditioning yourself. And so how do you condition yourself? And in the book, he talks about this, this way you can condition yourself is called auto-suggestion. And what auto-suggestion is, is basically a way to program your subconscious mind. And how you do that is you literally take about five or 10 minutes a day and play the new reality in your mind literally feel it with all five senses like try to see it and we talk about this uh, when we use the power of imagination (laughs) like try to see it try to taste it try to feel what it would feel like when you go in a room and everybody just wants your presence or you know see yourself growing old with someone and like like seeing them like i never want to want to leave you by my side like seeing these things in your mind will really quickly, quickly program your subconscious mind into believing that new reality so that it can, of course, manifest a lot sooner. And then the next thing was, so you have definiteness of purpose, auto-suggestion by conditioning your subconscious mind, then you have faith. And we always talk about faith. We always talk about faith. And what is faith? It is to believe 
to believe, like literally to believe in something. And so what are we trying to believe in? We're trying to believe that you will accomplish your desired reality. You will accomplish your, your definiteness of purpose. So whatever that goal you fixate in your mind, you want to transition it to believing 100% wholeheartedly that this is for me. Like, it's not a shout of a doubt in my mind. I am this, like, and ooh. so the next one, let me just go into the next one because this kind of ties in. The next one is imagination. And so, of course, we already talked about you want to get it in your mind. You want to imagine it. You want to fill it with all five senses. And so um, the, there's this quote by Bob Proctor, and he says, the best nation in the world is your imagination. And even in the book, and I talked about this last podcast, but the seven highly effective habits, I mean, the seven highly effective habits of, of, of effective people, I mean, influential people. I think that's the name of the book. Sounds about right. But he's talked about all great things happen twice. And we, I think this was last podcast and we said this. I said this. Well, but all great things happen twice. Once in your mind and then once in physical reality. So you really want to, we, we can't say this enough how important it is to believe it in your mind first and then it's like you've already lived this thing and that's why most people that accomplish their goal like um what was the boxer the the boxer that that um that box mayweather the last time I, conor mcgregor like so conor mcgregor literally says like when they ask him like can you believe that you transition from uh, being an MMA fighter to being a boxer and all these things. Can you believe that? And he was like, I seen it so much in my mind that I feel like I've already been here before. Like I already feel like I lived this reality before because I've seen it so many times. I'm not even shocked. And most people say that they say, I'm not even shocked. I'm here in a sold out arena speaking engagements. Cause I, I replayed this in my mind so many times that I'm not shy. It was just only a matter of time until it happened because I've seen it so much in my mind. So like really don't take for granted the power of, of our minds, our, of seeing it in our mind, imagining. Remember y'all when we manifested that, uh, that uh, LA trip, I will never forget that. We literally was in a meeting and we was like, y'all, we, we want to go to LA. And like, we, we, we have to have a good vacation. And so we literally sat there we pulled up a little cute picture of a beach on the, on the computer screen. And we, the three of us collectively used our energy and manifested a trip to LA for like five minutes. And then after that, we was like, got to put the action with it. Tiff, I think, or one of y'all was like, let's, let's look at the plane tickets right then and there. We found $200 plane tickets to LA. Mm -hmm. to LA. And so, <laughs> like, and so we just really have to use, the power of our minds and I didn't finish reading the book because that's just where I stopped at imagination but just oh well, no last one that I stopped at was organized planning organized plans. I love that I love that and what a what organized plan is I got two journals over here organized plans let's go this the last page organized plan is basically a concrete plan and it just basically says when you have a gps things are easy especially this day and age all you tell somebody to send you to addy and then you there but if you don't have that gps which is a plan it makes you you spend extra resources you spend excess time a lot of things and you reach your goal a lot later in life so create that organized plan. And one thing I like that he talked about in the book when creating an organized plan, sometimes your plans may not work. He says, when your plans don't work, you just adjust the plan. You just adjust it, redirect the plan, reroute, come back, recenter, like, okay, this don't work, but you still want to have a plan because he says, um, whenever you plan, of course, you it avoids wasting time and the, just the absence of not achieving the goal altogether. And then one thing that I love that he says, uh, he says, take your time, write a plan, because if you write it down, it comes to reality that much sooner. And we always talking about the power of writing things down. So write it down, write it, write it down, make it plain.
I really love, like organized planning and that's literally has been my whole thing this <laughs> quarantine because I realized I was really frustrated the other day. I'm just like me I was talking to my brother about Soul Filling Podcast and it's just like dang I work so hard <laughs> on this like and I was just going over and over again and I was just realizing and then other things in my life that, you know, I just want to come into reality to be able to really self-sustain myself. Um, and I'm just trying to figure it out. And it's just like, it can get overwhelming at some times. But I really realize, like, I really have to have an organized plan, like a super organized plan to be able to execute the way I want to since I want to do so many things. And... And so, yeah, I think that's one of the things that a lot of people are missing in their life because, yes, they are, they have faith and, yes, they put in work. But if the work isn't accounting for anything or it is not seeing, um, it's not progressing how you like, you have to have an organized plan to be able to execute better. And I think a lot of times that we work hard, but sometimes we have to work smarter but also, like, we work hard and we want to see progress. But if you're constantly doing the same thing without getting a result, even if you work harder, it doesn't matter. You have to switch up the plan um, and be organized and be consistent. And so I'm really glad that you brought that up because that's a huge one. I think that's actually one that gets lost in the sauce a lot. We stop at action a lot of times. So That's real. Um, that is also writing a new narrative or writing your own narrative because you can be doing something and you get frustrated because you don't see it progressing like you want to, but you just have to realize if God puts something in your heart, that doesn't mean that this isn't what you're supposed to do. It just means that you need to organize better <laughs> or have a better plan or try another way. And I was talking to Jeremy about this and he really put this in perspective. I was just like, I was just like, dang, I work a lot on soul feeling like hours, hours, on hours. And I was just getting frustrated. I'm like, our podcast is so good. And I want people, I want everybody to hear it. And I'm like, and I'm not trying to compare our podcast to other people's podcasts or anything, but I was just like, I was told, I was like, how would you feel if, like, it just don't seem right. How would you feel if Steph Curry, <laughs> um, it's like Steph Curry not being in the NBA. And I'm like, uh, and then he was like, well, you know, there is people like Steph Curry um, that's played just as good as Steph Curry, can shoot just as good but they're not in the NBA. He was saying like, you have to get into the right system. And I was like, that's so true. You know, you could be so good at something, just so great at something, be putting your all, but if you're not in the right system, you're not in the right, in right environment to thrive. You're not, you don't have the right plan. You're just going to be that person who everybody knows is good at Steph Curry, but they're not in the NBA. <laughs> It's deep. It's deep, 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 deep. So, so, because I was thinking about that when I was um when I was reading the book about the the organized planning, and and I was okay, my mind going all over the place. I'm like, okay, let me just compartmentalize this. So I was thinking about so feeling like listening, like you know, yeah, we are really, really, we're we're a really great podcast, and when it comes down to to plans an effective way to plan is to have systems and the power behind systems are just systems are so powerful like they're just so 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 powerful because if you have a system it's just it, it just makes things flow and so when i was thinking about why they are the way that they are because they have a system they have a flow and they know that they repeat that, that they are going to be successful Right. The company kind of runs for itself when it has a system, almost. No, that's true. And it has to, he was saying the same thing. Like, you have to make, like, he was basically saying you have to make bylaws in order to um, to make everything flow. 
basically. Mm. Because like at work, we have a time we're supposed to be there. We know we have to do our job or we're not going to get paid. When you're an entrepreneur or trying to be into entrepreneurship or write your own narrative, a lot of times we don't have the same pressures we do at an organized system at work, but we have to do abide by it at um for yourself. And for some reason it's so easy to abide by a rule someone else makes as opposed for yourself because you can give yourself leeway. I don't feel good today. I could do this next week, you know. Hmm. I don't have the time. I'm tired. But at a job, if you don't get something done when it's supposed to be done, people looking at you like <laughs> and so if it's only you, you looking at yourself like, I understand. It was a tough week. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a balance between that. But if you want to win, if we want to win, something's got to change. That is so true. It kind of makes me think about, like, so at um, Jarvis's job, where he's a processor, they have like a certain number where they have to reach, right? And the number is like, I don't know, like 150 or something like that. And so he somehow always reaches like 200, 190. And so like it's to the point to where everybody's like at his job, like trying to compete with him. Like, oh, Jarvis here, so we gotta, you know, hurry to beat him. We try to come in earlier. We try like trying to like get a higher number. And so I was asking him, like, how do you hit such high numbers? And he was just like, you know, I take, like, he takes, he has a system. Like, I take all the orders, I put them here, I have my list, and then I just go in. He's like, so everybody's competing with me, but I just have my system. I'm not even trying to go fast. Like, that's not even my thing right now. I'm just literally, I come, I put my orders, I put the stuff I need, and I put it in place, and, like, I just do the same thing every day. And I was like, wow. like that system thing it really really clicks because if you have a system like you said to you're not worried about your bad day or like oh I just it's just like oh this was supposed to be done like you have a, a set order and you just put like rotate things in that same exact order it's like you're not even competing with a person you're gonna have to compete with the whole system because the system is like is running for is like and i'm thinking about if I just want to think about other podcasts, like they probably have a system that's like, okay, it here we do this. And we, we kind of have a system. Like we know record day is typically Saturday or Thursday. And, but it's like, we just have to add things into our system so that it could be more effective. And that's just with anything. When you have a system, you may have to, tweak some things or add some things and just some things but you overall have this core thing that you live by that generates these certain amount of results. And I think a huge thing in in narrating your life. We're talking about narrating like your life. Just think about you writing your life down. This is how how I want it to be. And in every story there are setbacks and things of that nature. But the thing is, the thing that we have and a lot of people that are successful have is that they don't give up. And yeah, we do have a system right now and it works okay, but we want the system to be better, right? So in life, you know, right. It's not the thing is to if something you know is in your heart, you know is supposed to be there, you know that's your thing, then mm. yeah, you might have a system, it works fairly well steady increase whatever but if you want to be great don't give up keep learning from that system and keep keep adjusting is really the thing because um even getting back on youtube i did my youtube video last week and i told myself i was going to do it this week but it's sunday and i missed my my week and so now i told myself like Oh, Tiff, okay, you said you want to get back on YouTube and be consistent. Now you got to pick a day and a day that you can stick to so you can upload that. Once I get that day down, again, once a week, there's going to be something else I'm going to need to adjust, so maybe keywords, whatever it is. But the thing is not giving up, you know? The thing is adjusting. Um, 
And some people take 10 years, some people take six months, but okay. Who's to say, who's to say right. when, when it's your time? I think your time will come when it's supposed to happen. So I know sometimes we get caught up in the whole, when it's our time, it's our time. Like, and we kind of get, it kind of can breed a mindset, set a mentality of, of complacency. Like, you know, when it's my time, it'll be my time. But sometimes when it's your time, like along the journey when it's supposed to be your time, there will be certain instances where you receive these signs or you receive Real. You receive like different things like that's telling you to make a change. Yeah. Pardon? Yeah, to make a change and to to go in a different direction. And I just feel like with all this quarantining going on and with all just like the way 2020 has been going for us as a like as a whole, I feel like it has been that time for me at least, like where it's really, really asking me like. And I don't know if it's saying how you going to uh, tweak your system, but I'm going to just say that that's what it's saying. Like, how are you going to adjust your system so that you can get the most out of your system? I don't know. That's been something that is for the past week and a half. I just started journaling. Like, I've always had a journal, but I've started journaling now. Like, I'm using my journal. Like, I literally went on YouTube and I typed in how, what are ways to, to do a journal, like set up a journal, because I wanted some structure. And I find the way I'm doing it now, I feel like I'm way, it's a much more effective way of journaling. And when, it's really transforming my life outside of the journal. And so with that being said, because like just to, co- just to, to um, pinpoint on some things that I'm doing in my journal, things like... Um, you have to write th- five things down that frustrates you. Five things down that are, you're grateful for. Five things you would like to, not five things, just anything you would like to improve on. And so what I'm realizing, uh, and in the, the YouTube video, he was, the gentleman was saying that, um, you know, you, you might not want to write the things that you want to improve on. You might not want to write the things that frustrate you because these are quote unquote negative things. But he's saying once you can identify these things, it will actually is healing and because it'll allow you to 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 counter them it'll allow you to counter the thing that you want to 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 work on because you're now you're aware that it's actually a thing and so saying all that to say in my journal for the five things i'm frustrated on like i was or or more i don't know if i wrote this in i think i wrote this in both five things i'm frustrated in and five things i need to improve in was just for one thing I felt like just being completely honest like I felt like I needed to I need to be more confident and it frustrates me at times with how critical I can be when it comes to like uh, correspondence if you will so um, I literally wrote that down and I'm not saying this is gonna be like microwave like this for everyone but when I wrote that down it just felt like a weight was lifted off of me and then that next day i was sending all kinds of like messages out i was reaching out to people for the um for you know our mini series that we going they was i remember i sent you in tip you were like you wrote this i don't know why you be and kobe said, said the same thing in the same in the past like i don't know why you tripping this is good and so like just reaching out has been a fun thing now i'm like i don't know i was like i turned it into a something that is not as scary or like anxiety driven to you know I don't know like cold calls and things like that has always been something that's been very very okay so I'm just like learning to you know to to be more comfortable with it and enjoy it and it has been an enjoyable experience this week this past week so yeah just when you're writing things down and you you just have to find i mean it, it, okay when i'm just going to the journal when you write things down it makes you become more effective because you can see and then you can now cr- rewrite that new narrative because after of course i write the things i'm frustrated with or i need to improve when i do my journal entry now i'm rewriting the narrative the way i want it to be and so just doing that analysis with your life and 
it will just help transform your 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 life, your systems, your day to day day to day interactions. With the whole rewriting your narrative or writing your narrative, <laughs> you don't have to rewrite it. But um, yeah, writing it. Um, in 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 healing, there are some scriptures that I came upon. The first one says, and this goes back to faith. So this is James five fourteen through fifteen. So it says, if anyone among you are sick, let them call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer offered in faith will make the sick people well. The Lord will raise them up if they have sinned and they will be forgiven. And so there's two things. You have to pray in faith or do things in faith in order for them to happen for for God to even want to help you out but also he said if they have sinned they will be forgiven I think this is very important because there's a lot of people everyone who has sinned or they feel like since they've done some bad in the past that they can't get on the straight and narrow or they don't deserve to be healed they don't deserve to uh, rewrite their life because these are just the consequences for the things that I've done but God Mm -hmm. is a God of grace right and so he's saying, regardless of what you've done, just ask to be forgiven. You are still worthy of creating the life that you love and the, God, the life that God wants for you. And so I thought that was really powerful, the, the two of just praying in faith, but also praying, you know, whether, whether or not whatever you've done, just know that you still deserve a life that you love. Mm-hmm. And this is the second scripture that I really, really like. Proverbs 17 and 22, it says, a cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. And so God is saying basically like, he says this in so many different scriptures. You know, you have to have a good spirit, just like our last podcast. You have to have your vibrations high in order Mm -hmm. to get the things that you want. So yes, um, if you're thinking of things in a negative light, or if you're stuck in this negative mindset this what crushed mindset you're having a crushed spirit it's going to be way harder for you to manifest the life that you truly want and so says have a cheerful heart that is good medicine so those keeping your your thoughts positive and then also just even the scripture that is on my wall be anxious for nothing but with everything with prayer with thankfulness and stuff like prayer and stuff like Wait, let me read this. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with gratitude, let your requests be known to God. And so in all of these things, God is saying pray with faith, pray with gratitude, um, and have your spirits high when you're talking. He's like, when you're talking to me, <laughs> I'm going to need to put some faith in it, okay? When you're talking to me, I'm going to need you to be cheerful because I'm the most high God and I could do anything. You know, and so I think like uh, we got to come to God like, you know what, you got to work. And so that's what I got for that. And in order to to heal, yes, we have to face those dark things. But I want us to confront it with light, confront the dark with light. It's going to wash it out. All right, you guys, what time is it? It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. Time. Y'all, if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Feeling Podcast, we always, 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 always end our podcast with a positive affirmation. So what the heck is an affirmation? An affirmation is any statement that you are using to transform your life. Either you transform your life for the good or you transform your life for the not so good. In the Bible, it states, let the weak say, keyword say, let the weak say, I am strong. So on those days when you're feeling weak, down and out, sick and tired, all the negative things, don't affirm that. Don't say those things into your life. Instead, affirm positive affirmations, uplifting things like I'm getting better and better. Everything works out for my good. It's all going to work out. You know, just affirm, get used to affirming positive things into your life and watch your life transform. Watch you rewrite your narrative to your whole entire life. So I'm affirming 
that there's millions, billions, zillions, trillions of y'all out there tuned in or just whoever's divinely meant to be. And it's three of us, so who wants to go first? With their positive affirmation. I am creating a divine system that produces divine results. And I will have the divine diligence to to work it. (laughs) I'm gonna stop with the end. Wait, I'm gonna say I am creating a divine system that will produce divine results. I am the creator of my reality. Whatever I choose to focus on will come to fruition. Ooh, these good. I, I affirm both of those in my life. Um, I'm gonna go with, I'm born to succeed and the divine spirit within me vibes. Awesome. All right. So if you're watching us on or listening to us anywhere, go ahead and drop your affirmation below. We want to know. We know how powerful affirmations is, and we want to hear yours. So y'all can remember to read them and affirm them in your life as well. So Soul Feeling Podcast is on every platform, Spotify, Google Play, SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Podcasts. But specifically, if you are listening to us on Apple Podcasts, please give us a five-star rating. Um, and write something soulful and sweet that will help us get boosted up in the rankings. And of course, if you share anything on social media, we will repost it because we love hearing what you have to say. <laughs> uh, we are very thankful yes. for the comments and it just reassures us that this is what we're supposed to be doing. We love you guys so much. Happy Easter. I know it's Tuesday when it comes out, but happy Easter to y'all anyway. Um, bye. Bye, until next time, soulmates.